right, Mr. Anderson, welcome back to the studio. We are here for a short episode today. I think it's episode number 23, possibly. Is that correct? 23, season two. Uh, getting a little update in here. We're both uh, pretty busy guys, and uh, but we want to make sure we keep up the updates, and we like to keep the community apprised of any uh, things going on in the community, and this is all always a great chance for us to, to meet and greet and talk and, and connect a little bit. So, uh, John, pleased to have you in the studio today. Yeah, it's good to be in the studio. I mean, like you said, we are busy guys. we got a lot going on, and I'm, I'm not trying to um, martyr myself or anything, but it, it's crazy this time of year. And I know that it's only going to get busier for you soon. Yeah, as soon as Halloween kicks in, is, I'm done with soccer, but you've got wrestling. Yeah, in this is very much a calm before the storm, and we'll talk about and we'll recap homecoming. Cascade Heritage Day and uh, all the fun that we've been having here at, at Central High and in Ranger Country. But uh, yeah, certainly there's like a brief two week break and then we start to lead up to uh, uh, we're not really certain yet how Veterans Day is going to look and what our assembly or gathering is going to look like there. But yes, wrestling season is on the horizon. I'm putting the final tweaks on my schedule and uh, very much looking forward to wrestling season, but it's a long season. I don't know if my wife is looking forward to it, but um, I, I am looking forward to uh, the snow is flying a little bit, kind of that flurry in the air, and that means it's wrestling season. But uh, before wrestling season, it's 29 days until the Gridiron Growler, John. 29 days. The draft is that, coming up. That means we got to do our draft pretty soon. Yes, the, our draft is going to be next week. And uh, John and I, captains of uh, respectively the Whit Whitneyville Growlers and the Cascade Commanders, and the info has gone out. So if you're listening to this and you're on our email list and you haven't handed it in, we need to know your T-shirt size and we need to know – uh, if you're able to play this year, right now we have 14 guys that have responded. We got uh, about 48 hours, and we usually like to have about, uh, I'd say, a dozen guys per side. Right? That's True. that's about right because it's nine v nine football. Right. And uh, nice we need about have, a dozen. It's nice to have a little breather once in a while, especially yes. if you're one of the linemen out there pushing and shoving everybody around the entire time. The entire time you're in the action. Yep. And then our quarterback, uh, Mark Labrose, he's in. He's going to make the drive in from. Uh, He's coming from Farmington Hills, anyways. So he is in, and that that, that might guy come is a problem. He's too athletic. He yeah. is forty-two or forty-three years old, and the guy is all over the field. He can run, he can pass. He's all that in a bag of chips, and he's been the MVP a few times of the game. He's making the trip in, so it might. I'm going to suggest this, although Matt Mills did a hell of a job last time. Uh, he's great in a scramble situation. He can throw, he can pass. Um, just Mark is. He's just played so many times in this game. He knows he the, the pace and the tempo of it. Um, it might be a coin flip. Uh, it might just be a coin flip to see who gets them. Um, I mean, that sounds good to me. Rock, right. paper, scissor. We'll see. Yeah, rock, paper, scissors. All right, so Gridiron Growler game coming up. We'll do a full recap or a full preview of that game. We're, we're here to go back over uh, some really fun things that have taken place in Ranger Country, and that is homecoming. John, how would you feel about it? Uh, homecoming was great. I was really excited for that whole week. Uh, like you said, we're, we're you know this is kind of our – hopefully return to business as normal year. And obviously not everything has fallen into place the way one would hope, but homecoming went off. I can't say without a hitch because the weather was definitely uh, rearranging our schedules frequently, but we ended up having the dance. We ended up having, you know, the spirit days. We, you know, some of the things had to be adjusted. Some of the assemblies uh, combined, but in all in all, I think it was a great experience for everybody. I think everybody felt good coming out of it. They I felt, think so too. They, um, so, we had the, the Friday assembly, the pumpkin pie eating contest uh, went off without a hitch. It was Quinlan. Um, Quinlan. That's all. I, I just know him, him as Quinlan. 
So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to. That's our grand champion of the grand champion of the pumpkin pie eating contest. contest. Uh, a junior, I believe, on the football team, and uh, able to uh, to win the pie, pumpkin pie eating contest. It was great to have the middle school here. John Haga and, and Jeffrey Simon, uh, the principal and assistant principal, brought up the the middle schoolers, the seventh and eighth graders, were able to be here for the assembly. They got to see the uh, the amazing lip syncs, and I believe the junior class True. won the lip syncs. The senior class did a heck of a job. They had pretty much their entire class out there. Um, freshman and sophomore did a great job. They did. Yeah, they I, really I was did. very impressed. In and some so, years, the the freshmen find themselves a little bit lacking, coming up the hill for the first time and doing the best they can. But you know, they're they're not quite on par with the other classes. But this year, I thought that they were very respectable. Very respectable. And I think having the the middle schoolers there to see it is going to give them some motivation for next year and they're going to be able to do an even better job. Yeah, maybe so, that's true. Just having them see what level yeah, the other classes are at, maybe they'll step their game up a little bit. You don't know what you don't know. And true. if you're a freshman and you've never seen it before, you don't quite know what is expected of you. Well, now it's very clear. Here's the level of expectation. So hopefully they, they rise to the occasion. But uh, it was a great assembly and short of the you know the shaky sound system in the, the stadium. Shaky sound system. Uh, I appreciate your music, uh, Mr. Fisher. I come out and you you were on point with the music. I got to tell, tell you, you did a great job. Well, I appreciate that. I did a lot. I did some sound checks ahead of the time, but then when we got to the uh, different files, like the lip syncs and the and the dance team and all that stuff, That's when it gets tricky, I didn't realize that they were going to come in at vastly different levels. I can't remember if it was the cheer team I played first that was like ears bleedingly loud, <laughs> and then I yes. had to I had to I called up to you. I'm you're like, like hey, you're you killing people. People. I'm like, oh my god! I did a sound check, and they said it was good. And so we turned it down. The next one was a little too soft. We had to soft, bump it up, yeah. but it's all part you of the game. You did a great you know? job, and 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 the music that you chose to play as kids were coming in, leaving, it was all great. A huge shout out, Julia Carlson was my musical assistant. Uh, she was yes, my assistant Julia. producer up there. That, that she killed it. She she gave all the uh, musical recommendations and everything. So big ups to her. Yeah, it was great. And uh, so capping off the competition, the lip sync, the banner, the, the floats, which the floats were amazing, um, was the junior class. The junior class ended up taking it. Their float, uh, the the DeLorean from the Back to the Future, was yep. really great. It and, was. And I feel like uh, that's kind of an under um, underappreciated event of homecoming was the parade. That was huge. We had a huge turnout. John, thanks for uh, driving uh, our marshals. It was a good time. I didn't realize that they were all going to stand in the back of the Jeep together, so that was kind of fun. I had two marshals and then two daughters back there. There's a, quite a load back there it in the was, Jeep. It was great. It was. It was, it was, it was so a good time. Our, our marshals this year were uh, Lieutenant Andy Albright, who is with the Cascade Fire Department. He is a 1991 graduate of Forest Hill Central and so uh, you know, a proud uh, alumni of, of Forest Hill Central. And then Joey Saladino, who I believe was 2000. 2007-2008. He has an award named after him here at FHC Basketball Ranger Ball. It's the Joy Saladino uh, and Jimmy Scholler Gym Rat Award. So it's kind of the guy that puts in the most time and hustles and shows the most commitment and devotion to the team. And so he has an award named after him. He is a Kent County Sheriff um, and just glad to have those guys back. They look like they had a great time. And then our our co-marshals are always the American Legion guys and they they showed up in in that M37 vehicle. How sweet was that? That was amazing. And uh, there was also a Model T, wasn't there? There was a Model T. Yeah, we yes. had some interesting diversity in our vehicles this year. We had the old M37, which was just amazing. And then um, the Model T, and then we had our parade of Jeeps after that, right? Yes, and we did have one Bronco in there. We had cool. a Bronco. We had an old, like, 1969 Bronco, which was awesome. You can't beat so, the old Broncos. Yeah, Those I, are neat. I think I like that as our signature, having the SUVs in there and... Um, 
It's not it's not cliche like you know no no offense to Corvettes and no, whatnot those are all. very dignified fancy cars but I just I'm not fancy I don't know about you I'm I'm more of a you know meat and potatoes kind of guy so I think a four wheel drive is the way to go yeah it's it's kind of a, our signature now we've done it a few years in a row and, and certainly want to keep keep doing that so the the parade was great we had a huge turnout a strong participation. Uh, both sides of the street were lined all the way from the front of the stadium all the way through the service drive down Ada Drive and uh, Hall Street and Paradise Lake, to my knowledge. Yeah. And it looked like it was uh, quite a turnout. So It was great. Every, uh, the whole way, like you said, there were there really weren't any gaps. I got to say, though, my favorite part of the parade as I was driving the Jeep, which is a stick shift, were any of the downhills because driving that slowly with a stick shift, I had forgotten just how painful that it's can It's pretty get. challenging. If you can't find them, grind them, uh, right? Like, yep, that's right. Goodness. Well, good for you, and I appreciate it, John, you being so integral and participating in, in all these events from the sound to the uh, to the parade. And then we had a great tailgate afterwards. It was a sea of humanity. It was. It was huge. I had people showing up to it, and they asked, like, is it always this big? And I said, I don't think so. I think this is the biggest I've ever seen right. personally. And everybody was having a great time. I saw I saw people throwing cornhole bags. I thought I saw people grilling up, lots of food. I know that my friend Dave Tyler and, and his wife Jackie were there cooking up food, and random teenagers were just walking up asking if they could have food, and they just let them have burgers yeah, and dogs it, and stuff. It was a, a very fun communal experience it for was. everybody. It was it was well needed, and. Uh, Pine Ridge was there, and Thornapple was there, and Ada, and then uh, almost every single varsity di- uh, uh, enterprise kind of had their own place. Mm-hmm. The FHC staff, thank you, Steve Passanaw and Matt Smith with uh, Pit Stop. The they food catered. was great. The food was great. We had a ton of staff show up. We did. We had it, a lot of it people. It was great. This year. And there's some years where it's like five people, and this year, I, I mean, there was at least a couple of dozen showed up with their families, yep. sat and ate. And uh, Big Dan was on the grill. You saw him grilling with that huge grill. He's always I did see got a big, big Dan smile over on there, right by the stadium. Yeah, that's uh, that, John. If you remember back to our first uh, podcast episode, and I actually listened to it over the weekend just to like get a sense of not a full circle, but how far we've come. We talked about that. We talked about the tailgate and the homecoming and the parade and all those things. And there we found ourselves. Like it happened. Finally, back there in the yeah. ambiance and the atmosphere and just feeling. I think. Yeah, being in the middle of that tailgate, just the the, the sea of humanity that was happiness. there. It was beautiful. Just all yeah. these random people around, little kids running amok. It was it was amazing. It was exactly it was all what American, I needed. And it was it was needed and I felt very good about it and I'm glad that so many people had so much fun and if you came up to homecoming, I'm glad you made it. If you didn't next year, you can't miss it. I think it's gonna be big I think it's just gonna get bigger and better. And uh, John DeStefano's already talking about bringing in uh, a dozen food trucks, lining it around yeah. along the service drive. Well, the food so, trucks that were there were great. Yeah. So more the merrier. Taco <laughs> about it, uh, Prano pups. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was awesome. So uh, you know, hopefully we have a good turnout again next year, and, and, and I think it's the beginning of something really special. I think we're at the beginning of the tradition, not the end. Uh, that night, we crowned homecoming queen, Remy Gavley. So member of the wrestling team. Yep. Brother Jet Gavley last year was one of our was one of our guys. I've known Remy for many many years. She is one of the sweetest, most all American, nicest young ladies in this building. Yep. Her mom Kelly, I believe. And yes. She has an older sister Taylor. Correct. Yep. I had Taylor back in the day in class. So yeah. And great Mike family. Gavley, her dad. Yeah. Mike Gavley. That's yep. Yep. stepdad. Uh, uh, Brad Myers and uh, great great folks. Good, really family. good family. Yeah, really good family. Um, and so congrats to Remy and then uh, King Jack McNamara. 
Yep. Good dude. Yeah. All-American good dude. And, uh, you know, Jack was, uh, he's a member of the football team. He came off at the sidelines at, at halftime, made his way out of the, they didn't really need a good halftime speech because I think we were winning yeah, we by were, quite a lopsided affair over Greenville. I have to admit, I think uh, my family was ready to leave, particularly my wife, who likes to go to bed somewhat early because she gets up so early. But by halftime, we were winning 38 to nothing, I think right. it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, running yeah, clock in the half there were a lot of people that half. were leaving right at half not because we weren't loving the team and everything but it was kind of a blowout and at that point you're like might as well get home you yeah know? might as well get home it's been a lot of activity today. yeah it was a long day but it was a great day long day but a great day we got to see jack uh crowned king remy crowned queen and so uh, congratulations to them their families uh, the court i think had a lot of fun they got to ride and like you said those jeeps and so congrats to them um the the dance the next day outside it, it, it seemed to be a hit. I, I think the kids really they, they really liked uh, the, the music. Um, they, they really enjoyed the fact that it was out on the field. The tent was there in case there was inclement weather. But thankfully, we had decent weather and it was cooler out and the kids rally, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I have to say, I know that leading up to the event, there were there was there were some rumblings of discontent from from parents and sure. from students in the district. I heard it in my classroom from the younger kids and, 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 I, and I got uh, I caught wind of it from the parents as well. But it was all for naught because, as far as I can tell, everybody who went to that dance said it was amazing. The only question that they had was, uh, next year, why not use a larger portion of the field and try to get the 9 through 12 out there? And that's a conversation that someone would have to have with admin. That's not on us. That's not on us. So, yeah. yeah. And, that's a and, higher pay grade question. And I think it's a great lesson in, like, maybe we shouldn't complain about things before they happened. Um, before they happen. Yeah. Maybe we maybe, should just may, wait I'm gonna, and see. I'm yeah. going to stop there. But, like, I think I got to take a little dose of my own medicine sometimes. But maybe let's sometimes just wait and see. Yeah. And then if it goes wrong, well, then by all means, you have every right to complain. But we were doing the best that we could. Like you said, it wasn't my call. It wasn't your call. No. Uh, we had the dance outside. It ended up being great. The kids loved it. Uh, by all accounts, it's the best feedback. I've, I've been running homecoming dances for the last 10 years, and that's the best feedback I've gotten. I, I uh, got emails about it, and I wasn't even involved. <laughs> the emails saying, hey, the dance went great. We're so happy. I'm like, I, well, you're welcome, You're I welcome. Guess. You're um, welcome, John Fisher. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I did everything man. I could. Yeah, you did. <laughs> well, that's not you true. You moved mountains I to did. make sure those kids had a memorable time. Yeah. So the dance went great. Uh, we weren't at the dance. We were Cascade Heritage Day. We the, were indeed. The, the race... Uh, went really well. Uh, the, the the company that uh, that I, I I'm a part of a co-ownership with uh, Tim Rogers, Carrie Flatter, and Dave Vermullen. We were very excited, very nervous. It was our first 5K that we were running. We've ran a lot of cross-country meets, a lot of track meets. This is our first 5K. It was so much fun. It was it was uh, we had a, you know, 75, 80 runners, which is a is a good start for first time race. Yeah. I would say uh, we were hoping for 100, but but it had a good core amount. And uh, it went very smoothly. We had a great time. Our, uh, our our race director that helped us, Rob Hyde, set up the course. It was it was great, and uh, I think the people had a lot of fun. It, it was a great time. Our winning time was Ted Westbrook, class of 1999, FHC graduate. He finished with uh, 17 minutes and 23 seconds. And then Tommy Hendricks, All American Tommy Hendricks, was our runner up, the male runner up. He came in at 20 minutes and uh, four seconds. Yeah, I saw him uh, hanging out while we were throwing. Uh, uh, bags at the cornhole yeah. tournament and i asked him why he wasn't competing he's like oh i'm no good at that and i said uh, i don't believe that because you're pretty much good at everything yeah <laughs> and yeah. He, he gave that aw shucks kind of a response yeah but he, that kid really is I he's think he just kind of good at everything i think he played 
on the rug. Well, he's on the Michigan University of Michigan rugby team. Yeah, and they played I think Ohio State the the night before. He came home that night to run a five k at nine a.m. in the morning. The kid's amazing. Yep, that's, and then well, that's Tommy. That's not even really a surprise. That's um, just how he is. Kendra Smith came in as the women's champion at 21 minutes and 21 seconds, and Dawn Ingersoll was the runner-up. So congrats to all of those winners. The, uh, a special shout-out to Dane Garbowitz, staff member, uh, did it on short notice, came in at 20 minutes and 48 seconds. So um, congrats to Dan. And then Sten Anderson, not no relation, uh, John Anderson, who is a teacher in the building, it's his son, Sten Anderson was the fun run winner. So congrats to Sten. His grandfather, interesting little side note about Cascade history. His grandfather, uh, Cy Dykehouse, actually leads the uh, Cascade 4th of July parade and has for like 30 years carrying the American flag in the Uncle Sam outfit. And his name is Cy? Cy Dykehouse. That's such a good name. That is an classic American classic name. name. So a lot of history wrapped up in uh, in the race. And then the Cornhole Tournament, John, Cornhole Tournament, I mean... From my standpoint, running it, we can do better. Uh, I need to know more about how to run it. We've already got the Cornolio. Corn no, Scoreholio yep. is what we're going to use. But g- give me the, the, the ups and downs. So in general, I, I participated in it. I thought it went really well. We had a, we had a pretty good turnout. I think obviously yeah, we, could keep teams. On, we could keep on growing that number. Sure. Um, the only issue that we had was, so you're moving from board to board. Some of the boards are slicker than others, so you got to get yes. to know the surface. And we, we may or may not have had some people who were just taking their own bags from surface so, to surface, which gave them a, a bit of an advantage. And so, so even ahead. though there were several announcements to uh, stop doing that, those By people me. were like, yeah. yeah, no, I'm just going to keep on doing this. So, you know, that's something that'll have to be worked out in the future. How do we, like, do will we already have bags sitting there? You know, th- it's all minutiae so at this point. If if we are able to have another Cascade Heritage Day, not sure. We got to have an after action report, see where it stands. I would like to at least have the race and the cornhole tournament again. I think it can be bigger. I think we can double the cornhole participants. But you are absolutely right. I had no idea the controversy this was going to cause. There was two guys from Rockford named Mike and Gary. That was their team game, team name. And they came up to me very quickly after the first round and saddled up next to me. And these were two guys that you can tell they worked with their hands. They looked like mechanics or looked like some guys that... Was that team beard, the two guys that had the beards, one like yes. slightly larger than the other yes. beard? Yeah. And they came up to me and saddled up, and they're like, we didn't know you could bring your own bags. And I'm like, uh, and they're like, some of these guys are bring, using their own bags. And I was, and instantly I'm like, oh, crap, this is something I did not cover. Yep. I did not anticipate. I didn't think about it either. I didn't think about it. And then instantly it became controversy because some of the teams were taking their bags. And then when we switched and announced uh, – uh, court placements you would show up and there'd be no bags there right because they took their bags yep. from that spot with them i've played in a couple other tournaments and never have i seen like usually if you bring a bag or if you bring your boards to let the the, the tournament use which that happens sometimes you leave your bags and that's just that's part the of way it. it is so i've never seen anybody carry their bags around with them so i can understand why some of the people were like hey this is a little unfair and how some of the other people are like well these are my bags i don't i spent you know you know, however much money on these things. So I want to carry it right. around. So. so I think the solution to that, and I thought about it, and I talked to it, t- talked about it with my team is we have a tournament set of bags and we have tournament boards. And so, um, what you do is, is I leading, bet Rob Miedema could make us some, uh, I think boards. this could be an awesome tie in, you know, you get, we, cause essentially we had eight courts and maybe you get a dozen courts, a, do, a dozen sets, mm-hmm. and then you get a dozen set of bags. They aren't that much. You, you, you work that into the cost of the, the right. tournament. And then the bags stay where they lie. That's it. They stay on the court, and that, that would solve that fair. issue. But uh, anyways, the champions of the tournament um, were 
local favorites, Nathan Funk and Nathan Funk Jr., mm-hmm. the, the Funks, uh, the Funk family. Uh, they're right here in Cascade. Their son goes to and plays at... Uh, is it Noah Funk? It is Noah okay, Funk. Noah, yeah, I'm the sorry. son is Noah, I, I think. I, my, my apologies to Nathan. I thought it was... Uh, Nathan Funk and Noah Funk. I, I doubt that they're too rattled by it. They're, they're very calm guys. They, they are very calm and guys. And Noah, the, and Dad would tell you Noah was, I threw against that guy, and holy cow, he... Uh, there was one round Nathan where I buried good, I buried three bags and put one on the rim, and he buried three bags and put one on the rim too. I'm like, oh, this is gonna Noah be, did. This is gonna be tough. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and he's then good. Nathan is like he's lights out. Yeah. Nathan's lights out. I've played against Nathan at his own home tournament, and he was just lights out. So, congrats to those guys. They're local. They're Cascade guys. Son goes to Grand Rapids Christian. Big congrats to them. They uh, they won a two hundred dollar prize. Yep. They got a they challenge got the commemorative coin, coin right? commemorative coin, and uh, very cool indeed. So congrats to all the winners on that day, Cascade Heritage Day. And the evening was fun too. And I think if if I could do the evening over again, I think it was too spread out. I think if we just were in the beer tent alone, it mm-hmm. may have been a little bit more together. I don't know, but I, I think overall it was a fun time. The band was great. Um, there was a good, uh, good turnout and I think it just needs to get a little bit of traction. Yeah. Like you said, it's the inaugural time of doing it. So it, it needs to have, I think the, the advertising, we talked a little bit about exactly. that. It's the advertising. Obviously right? our podcast gets out to, you know, um, several hundred people or whatever. Okay. Maybe 200 people, <laughs> but we also, if we would just put flyers up and like ACE hardware, yeah. and sugar mamas, and a billboard, JTs, a billboard would be good. Um, if you started putting, I don't know about you, this may be a little bit, uh, uh, risque, but the the symbol the signs that go up above urinals in, in the men's restroom. Those I don't are, think that's a bro- yeah. Uh, most guys read that very carefully because yes, you know, put them up in brands, right put there. them up in you know the Cascade Roadhouse. Yeah, uh, agreed. You know, and that's the le- that's what you learn. But I think overall, Cascade Heritage Day as a day, I mean, I think it was um, we got it off, we got it on the map, and that was the thing. Like some people had said, hey, wait a year, wait a year. It's like no, you wait a year. Well, then another year goes by, right. and, and, and we made it happen on very short notice. It was a big event that happened with it, with, within three months, really two months when we launched it. And so, you know, very happy and thankful for the people that came. Uh, uh, Trisha Donovan came there, took photos. You know, John, I really appreciate you and bringing your friends up. A lot of my friends came. And, uh, you know, obviously I appreciate uh, Chief Majors and Cindy Holzai at the uh, at the Cascade Fire Department, Grace Lesperance, Ben Swayze, Stephanie Fast, and, and Hunter Zuck. These are all people that were integral mm-hmm. in helping make it happen. And so I appreciate them and uh, thankful for their support. And hopefully we can have Cascade Heritage Day or some sort of incarnation of it again soon. We definitely need to keep a beer tent going. I and agree. cornhole and a 5K. I think one of the best parts of that, and this is according to my wife, who's somewhat introverted. Okay, she's very introverted. The, the best part of the entire day for her was the beer tent and having the TV set up to have the football games on. And just she got to hang out with high ranking local officials like Chief Majors and Grace Lesbrance and whoever. They were just standing there, yeah. you know, drinking some schmoes and watching some football together. That's and that's a really cool bonding experience. Yeah, I thought so. I thought, you know, if we had to do if I had to do it all over again, I'd kind of lump. I'd have the 5K in the morning and then I would have a big break and have the the cornhole tournament coincide with the beginning of the band kind of tuning up. And so as people are walking in, there's a cornhole tournament going on, kind of close it up a little bit. And uh, I think everybody had fun. There was families up there. And uh, I feel like overall Cascade Heritage Day, uh, glad to have it on, on the calendar and glad that it happened and appreciate everybody that came up to it. So 
Anyhow, you know, there's no shortage of fun events here in Ranger Country. Next week, we have Friday Football Frenzy, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Tune in on Wood TV 8. Uh, the Wood TV 8 crew will be here on the Ranger Stadium field. The cheer team will be here, the band, the drum line. I'm imagining I'll be here. I will be I'm, here for I'm, sure. I'm sure you'll be here with with yearbook and everything that you do. So what I did to get my friends to come back again is I bought punch passes for them. So I, I said I could get tickets in advance, but I, I had to get five, you know, so they all got punch passes. So they've all got additional tickets. So they got to come back and use them after homecoming. Thought, Absolutely. I thought that was a pretty good idea. Yeah, that was a great idea. John, you're full of good ideas. So <laughs> next week, the football That's Friday not what my wife says I'm full of, but thank you. you. I appreciate that. <laughs> So October 15th, there's also a food drive associated with it. And um, so Forestal Central is going to be working towards stocking up canned goods and non-perishable items to, to give to this uh, Friday football frenzy food drive, which actually competes with other local schools that had the Friday football frenzy at their schools. And that'll be really neat. And that's on in the morning. So tune in in the morning. There'll be some students here. Well, it'll be a lot of rah, rah, pizzazz, you know, go Rangers kind of stuff in the morning. And then the afternoon, obviously, we'll be in the limelight and uh, looking forward to that next week. And uh, associated with that is Family Promise. We'll be talking about Family Promise. We definitely as we come will. Up. That's a big uh, feather in the cap to Forest Hills Central Community. We give a lot of money to the needy. Uh, we give a lot of money to uh, uh, local uh, food pantry and, and kids' food baskets. So that's a big deal, and we'll be talking about that soon. Anyhow, John, uh, very glad that we were able to get in here, get into the studio and talk about and recap homecoming, talk about fun things that uh, – all happened, but I'm telling you what, man, I really appreciate hanging out with you at homecoming, uh, hanging out with our other staff members. I was so pleased with everything that happened, and it's just another year that we can add to the cachet of great memories and special things that happen here in Ranger Country. And what we try to do is bring positivity and things in common ground that we believe on. And nothing made me more happy to look out on that sea of people as the parade was passing by, the smoke was floating up from the grill and the tailgate was going on and people weren't talking politics. They weren't talking about COVID. They weren't talking about, they were talking about the game coming up True. and how awesome of an event uh, they were at. And, and it was just a great feeling all around. And, and we need more of that. It was exactly what you had hoped for. I, I, I saw people that I know for a fact at the tailgate and at the game were diametrically opposed on political issues and social issues. And they were all hanging out. Uh, they were all supporting the Rangers. It was a beautiful yeah, thing. It really no was. There was no school board issues at the tailgate. It was all good. It was nope. fun. It was positive, and we need more of that. And, uh, John, I look forward to talking more about the Gridiron Growler game in the in the coming days. we got our draft coming up. Yeah, maybe we'll and, have the draft done by the next time we do another episode. we can an, maybe do a little episode. bit of an outline. So if you're out there, you know, get your wind sprints in, get your push-ups in. I know a few listeners that are going to be playing in the game, so look forward to seeing you soon. But, John, three things as we head off to go pick our children up and head in multiple different directions. Yes, sir. Uh, do three things. Use good judgment. If you have to stop and think whether it's right or wrong, it's probably wrong, and nothing good happens after midnight. And as always, I want you to go out there into the community, and I want to be—I want you to be the change that you want to see. I also want you to assume positive intentions from your fellow Rangers, and just try to have a great night, everybody.